This is the EvoTel podcast. Frequently asked questions. Welcome to another episode of the EvoTel podcast. Today we are asking the first question of frequently asked questions. We've done a, a number of town hall meetings and I'm sure that the internet, or, uh, the Evertel get many responses on the internet. Question number one, we're gonna ask to head of brand, Bradley Becker. Bradley, thanks very much for popping in. Uh, the most asked questions, we're gonna have a whole series of podcasts on this. Let's start with question number one. How do you decide as Evertel where you're going to put fiber? The first way we kind of identify an area is just you know how much interest we've gathered within that area um a lot of the times you know we all go look at areas within our you know current network you know that we can expand into and then we would kind of drive people to want to show interest in having fiber brought to to their neighborhood um and then yeah just based on that we kind of then start the process in terms of getting all the necessary documentation stuff but it's it's predominantly you know where the need is um i know you know, as much as we want to roll out to, to the whole of South Africa, there are limitations to, to how far we can expand our network. Um, so it's predominantly, we do look, you know, how do we expand our current network? Because um, that's probably the quickest way to be able to, to roll out a network. And then, you know, if we see a large interest in areas um, that, of people just reaching out to us to say, listen, we want fiber brought to our suburb, we, we listen to those, those calls and we kind of make a decision as a, as a, as a team. And we then, if it makes sense, um, we start rolling out because there's a lot that goes into a fiber rollout. Okay, uh, which we'll be asking as this podcast series progresses as to how that works. Uh, let's talk about the, the show of interest. First of all, one of your first installations was in Krugersdorp. So I imagine you were then looking at areas around Krugersdorp first because I imagine you can run one fiber to the next neighborhood or the next little town and grow from there, right? Yeah, I mean, when, when we um, roll out to, to specific areas um, and we establish what we call a POP, a point of presence, you know, that POP has a certain amount of capacity. Um, so, you know, when we look at a network, if there is opportunity to expand into other areas, you know, the, the best thing is we want to fill that POP with as much capacity because, us, you know, it's a bit of a waste. You know, if that POP has a 10 gig capacity, we want to make sure that we've covered enough homes and we've connected enough people, to, you know, to get the most out of that POP. And then we obviously start adding more POPs. And, and specifically in Krugersdorp, you know, as time has gone on, we've, we've actually got three points of presences um, in Krugersdorp. Um, and we look at doing that in all of our areas, you know, where there's opportunity uh, for us to extend the, the network. It makes sense for us. Um, yeah, we'll gladly do it. How does the public show interest? How do they say to you, we're in wherever and I think we should have fiber. I imagine communities can get together and show you that uh, or, you know, or uh, Policing forums, those kind of things, they can get together. Or even a, a elected official, I'm sure, could say we would like it. So how do they get hold of you guys to say we want something? Yeah, so obviously um, getting hold of us, the, the, the normal contact route, which is on our social media pages, um, the contact details that are you know, available on our website. Um, but yeah, I think there's various channels of, of obtaining this, this, these expressions of interest. A lot of the time, it's just community members reaching out to us, you know, on, on Facebook, um, saying, you know, I can see your network literally a street away from me. Is there a chance of you extending it? You know, we then, we then reach out to them and, and kind of give them the tools to be able to go and gather that interest within their communities. Um, because that, you know, that's probably the most efficient way of getting it and the most successful way of getting it because they're community members. They, they all know each other. 
Um, so a lot of the times um, we have communities actually that come to us and say, listen, we've gone and done the survey ourselves. We've got 300 people that are interested. You know, does it meet your criteria? We go back to the drawing board. Yes, it does. And we extend the network. Um, in some cases, it's areas that we've identified ourselves. Um, and we then go and gather this expression of interest um, information ourselves using resellers, um, you know, uh, lead gen campaigns on social media and stuff. Uh, but we always encourage people to rather interact with us if, you know, if there is a desperate need for them to, to have fiber. You know, we, we again, it fits into our motto, fiber for everyone. We won't, we won't uh, push anyone away. We'll, we'll try our utmost best to be able to um, service them if we can. But obviously, there's limitations. But we'll always, we'll, we're always on the lookout for, for new areas to build in. Is there still an education process around what fiber offers to the public? And is that part of when you, as you said, you're going around and asking people if they want fiber, they might not know that they do. So what sort of education do you do? Yeah, I mean, again, as much as we think, you know, fiber has reached its mature phase, um, you know, there's still a lot of educating that needs to happen, especially, um, you know, the areas that Evertol is rolling out into, um, you know, there are a lot of these secondary cities where people for a long time were neglected in terms of connectivity options. Um, and, you know, they've been connected uh, to the internet using, you know, wireless technology, LTE, all those Satellite. type of things. Yeah, and, and so there is a, there's an element of, of educating, you know, communities like that as to why you should change from that. You know, uh, in communities like that, why, why fix something that's not broken is kind of the mentality. Um, and, and all that we try and do is just show them the, the, the long-term uh, benefits of fiber. You know, um, obviously wireless has its limitations where fiber doesn't. Okay, that's going to be our next podcast is why fiber. That'll be the question. So let's just, let's just run through again. Um, how do you choose the neighborhoods? It's a show of interest. Uh, what's the best way to get hold of you guys to show I'm interested if a community is involved? What's the best way to go about it? Best way is on our coverage map um, because you can actually go and input your address and see if there is coverage and if, you know, if there is co coverage, how far it is from you. Um, yeah, and input your details there. You know, it will ask you for your name, your surname, yourself, and your email address so that we can make contact with you. And, you know, if we get enough interest within an area, it makes, you know, sense for us to roll out the network. Um Obviously, uh, uh, you know, there are limitations to things and we just need to make sure that we're able to deliver a network that's going to be long term and stable and we don't want to, you know, take shortcuts and stuff like that. So we do take our time in selecting areas, uh, but the best way is for people to just to, to go on our website, check whether their, their address is covered, uh, covered. If not, you know, pop your details in and we'll definitely, definitely get in touch with you. Correct www.evertel.co.za Next time, why fiber? Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or visit www.evotel.co.za